Hey, coming up on today's show, which happens to be the first show of 2022, my good friend Keith is going to lead off with a couple of stories for us. What do we got going on today, Keith? Well, we got uh, we got some news from Rivian, and it has to do with their Amazon delivery vans. And it uh, mm. looks like there's no stop in Rivian at this point. Ooh, man, they're on a roll. What kind of roll are they on? Ooh, don't know. <laughs> hey, we're going to be talking about some rolls. Um, got some Toyota, uh, some some new Toyota vehicles that that they laid out. But most interesting, yeah, most interestingly, how they how they did that. Um, and uh, there's a nice little nugget of information there. That we're going to talk to you about. Ooh, Ooh. hint, hint, hint. <laughs> Sorry, can't help myself. Got a new one. No problem. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, just when you thought that uh, the finger licking good was was just <laughs> not enough for your taste, we're going to be talking about an invention that a that a Japanese um, uh, scientist <laughs> came up with to uh, help you uh, enjoy those finger licking uh, uh, good meals and stuff what else we got what else we got uh i mean uh, there is no stop this is this is uh we're gonna start the year with news dominated by ford they are all all Mm. over the news feed uh and then just some other details to throw you guys a little a couple nuggets here um we've got some stock investment uh news for camping world and um something that we did to jay that has to do with tracking him that is now hitting the news feed and it has to do with Apple's uh, air Be, tags. There. Beware. Yes, beware, beware, beware. I hate to say I told you so. I know right. it's kind of funny and we'll get to that. And now, um, what else we got? We got anything else before we go in? I, 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 you I, know I, what, everybody? We got a whole lot more, but you're going to have to stay tuned and check it out. <laughs> Welcome into the podcast. Wow, wow, 2022. Mm, is it 2022 also? Oh, I hope not, man. We are so ready to stick a nail in that coffin of 2021. Um, and here we are. How you doing, Keith? I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> he didn't read the whole message. Oh, he just never. headed right up. Right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a special <laughs> guest right, coming on so today. Side you guys, chats, side shots going to be yep, going to be joining us on the show. Uh, I told him to round his stuff up here, and then we'll we'll give him a, a yeah. <laughs> we'll cue yeah. him in <laughs> again. Welcome everybody into the podcast. This first podcast well, in 2022. Jay, it's not like uh, you know rolling into the year things didn't didn't kind of. Go a little awry anyway, right? I know, man. Just when we thought we were getting out of 2021 and we were going to start fresh, uh, we were ready to drive that nail into the coffin of 2021 and put it to rest. But what the heck happens? We get another couple of gut punches, man, and we lost some really iconic individuals within the entertainment industry. And uh, depending on what level of entertainment you like, uh, I, I would say that everybody out there has a connection to both of these individuals, wouldn't you say? 
Yeah, so John Madden being first. Um, Boom. And, yeah. And, and honestly, you know, I'm sure I'm not alone in saying this, but I learned um, most of what I know about football from listening to him oh, you know Madden, like of yeah. course coaches in 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 high school taught but like professional football yeah like most of that was due to his tutelage right and what's what's really odd about this the timing of his death was that they had just released that john madden the football life segment um which was really really good um i've always been a madden fan um and of course, uh, he set the bar for for commentators uh, in in that in that segment of of sports. Um, well, and and not only that, but you know his famous uh, well, whiteboard. Well, we didn't call it whiteboard no. whiteboard work back then. It was the Telecaster. He was an he innovator. His, he was an yeah. innovator when it came to get you involved in the game and help you understand the game. He was that guy, that innovator, you know, and that was what was cool about John Madden. He was so passionate about the game. He was asked, you know, um, how how he's enjoyed his career over his, you know, over his lifespan and everything. And he said, you know, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I never worked a day in my life. I played the game. Um, I coached the game. I called the game. I, you know, am an advocator and a teacher and instructor of the game. Um, gosh, man, what a life, huh? Lived a good long life. Well, and I think it was a little bit, his passing was a little bit unexpected. And so so basically what we have, Jay, is we had, you know, John Madden kind of, you know, shows up in the news feed and we find out that he passes. And we think, well, that's a horrible end of 2021. And then, boom, we get the news on Betty White and she, you know it, she passes and that was right after uh you know we saw at one of the we went to see spider-man over the holidays and they had this trailer at the beginning of the uh movie a, a preview if you will for her 100th birthday celebration which they're gonna carry on with by the way yeah i thought another good thing um that people are doing if maybe you don't know this maybe you do know this that she was quite the um the animal um she was an advocate for um uh, sheltered animals and you know adopting animals she was all about um, um, that and she did a lot of charity work and they've suggested that on her birthday on January 17 that we all donate you know about five bucks or whatever you can to your favorite uh, animal shelter or your your or animal ch- uh, charity uh, that does good for um, uh, you know animals that are not lucky to have a home uh, and get the the medical treatment and or get spay or neutered um, as they should to kind of prevent these uh, animals from being out on the road. So Betty White was quite the advocate of that, um, and she loved animals dearly. So she was a cool lady, man, really cool. Yeah, lady. yeah. The more uh, clips that I've watched, the more and I and and uh, Saturday Night Live, I think is gonna either hat. I think they said Saturday. It was unclear in the news feed if that was the Saturday that I was traveling or if it's this Saturday. But they're gonna re-air. Mm-hmm. from 10 years ago when she hosted so that'll be cool. right honestly i think she stole the show in every every on oh yeah i yeah. mean um my wife was uh, a real big fan of hot in cleveland um which was <laughs> right. a, which was a great show i watched you know episodes of it um but you know obviously growing up in you know in the 60s and, and 70s you you couldn't couldn't not right. watch mary tyler moore and 
um, that whole cast of, of characters in that was a great, great show too. Anyway, so you know, rest in peace, Betty White. Um, and uh, hope, hopefully, uh, it's just really just too bad she didn't make it a nine nine. Here's what someone did say: they said that you know, you know, you're loved um, when you are 99 years old and someone says that you died too soon. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just just crazy, man. Um God bless her. She was still a beauty too, man. She she held up very well for 99 years. I only hope I can uh, get get a little further than I am uh in in the shape that I am in. Anyway, she must have been doing something right. So Yeah. There you or go. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, vodka was a hobby of hers, I hear. Uh, oh, all right, really? so so <laughs> so uh I've got a piece of Rivian news. Oh, really? And um you know, it seems like, especially the last quarter of 21, we had Rivian news definitely weekly, if not daily. Mm-hmm. This one is a little bit different, but I want to I wanna kind of draw everybody's attention to this just because, uh, A, I think it's cool, and B, I think, um, I think that change is in the air. So, mm, big time. You know, a service that nobody's ever heard of, Jay, in the name of Amazon, Amazon.com, yeah. right? Like yeah, nobody, if, nobody... If, I'll say this, yes, absolutely. And if you don't know that, then you didn't buy anyone anything for Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know? So, um, so we knew that Amazon had invested in Rivian. We knew that there was a plan. They unveiled that several Super Bowls ago, ago on the new electric delivery vans. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually stumbled across this on Amazon's press site. Right. And what what's interesting to me is they're telling the world that those are now going into production. So just to, to quote Amazon here, in 2019, they ordered 100,000 custom electric delivery vehicles from Rivian. Right. Uh, they rolled out the first ones in Los Angeles uh, in February of 21. Those are the ones that we talked about on this program. And if you're not sure what we're talking about... Make sure you hit the subscribe button over on the YouTube side, ring the bell. You can find our podcast at partscounterguru.com, and you can go back and listen to those archives. Yes. Um, There's one about an annoying sound that they plugged into this thing, yep, so you would hear was, it. That was a good that's one. That's right. That was one of these being tested. Uh, but the the test market is now um, kind of coming to a wrap. They're rolling these out into production form. Right. Uh, they're going to have 10,000 of them on the road and Amazon says as early as 2022. So during this year expect I would say, roughly 10,000 of these to hit the road. That's why they're in production right, right. now. And obviously they'll be closely monitored in specific test markets. They'll they'll you know they're they're doing they've tested them but instead of going like all out and and pushing the whole thing out they're they're growing um, at a pace that allows them to correct any issues and 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 you will run into them at least they have the foresight to know that. And they're, so their planning looks to be very strategic in getting all this stuff rolled out. I'm going to be fascinated to see how they handle the recharge uh, with that many fleet vehicles needing to be recharged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure they have that worked out. That that is going to be interesting though to to watch. Yeah, it, it will be. And I uh, I did um, read a little bit about that. Um, they where was that it said how many they were going to be charging overnight they were going to be able to park and charge overnight at their facilities um uh so it was part of the climate pledge which by the way in seattle if you're a hockey fan 
this is you know Amazon's here, you know uh, a lot of big players in the tech world are here. We have what used to be called Key Arena is now the Climate Pledge Arena, which is where the Seattle Kraken now play. And we hope that we get to expand back into the NBA and we get the Seattle Supersonics back, but we'll see. Anyway, Climate Pledge is a big deal. Uh, the pledge calls on signatories to become net zero carbon across the business uh, their businesses by 2040. Um, and that would be a decade ahead of the Paris Accords goal of 2050. This is what Amazon says. Um uh, uh, they spent 18 months evalu- evaluating a variety of electric vehicle options to reduce its carbon footprint. To move quickly, um, the team realized the uh, best way forward was to chart their own path and create new custom electric vehicles. That is where Riv- uh, Rivian came in. Um, and then, of course, like you said, the ball rolled from there. So what else on that front do you have? I mean, about the charging. Man, uh, I don't, but I, I will say this, everybody, in in closing – just make sure you're subscribed to this channel over on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Hit the subscribe button, turn it from red to gray, as Sideshot would say. Make sure you ring the bell and you'll get notifications. And that way, as soon as we get information, you'll have it. And our track record, by the way, I mean, not to pat myself or Jay on the back over there, but you know, we're putting this news out a lot of times months before the major um n- news feeds or youtubers carry it you know as an example the uh, ford illuminator motor we got to way early we got to this way early that getting to early thing doesn't stop here with us so just make sure you're tuned in everybody by the way subscribe to our youtube channel at um, youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus and uh, you can check out the most popular video of 2021 which was the ford illuminator we got a lot of views wow. on that thing yeah. is that I'm, I am, and I'm not surprised. Um, what I, I hate to say, I told you so. Yeah, well, what I am surprised about is the fact that the performance racing industry show this year in Indianapolis, which we covered and attended, and you can check out those videos there um, and our live podcast from that. Um, how they embraced the, uh, yeah. the the electrification of of performance vehicles. So, way to go, Ford and GM and everybody involved in this whole new segment of of auto industry um way to go uh it's changing it's it's here so be ready and we can bring you all the information up front so there you go so So, what are we going to get into next well speaking of ford and bringing i'm bringing i'm bringing some reinforcements in here oh my Uh, goodness everybody knows side back by popular demand yeah the man the myth the legend (laughs) side shot this is going to be tight quarters uh but we'll squeeze him in you want to scoot up a little bit can you Uh, well, I was thinking scoot back. So or I was thinking in. scoot up so that you can be heard on the microphone. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is dad will fix it in post. There like is I nothing better than live parenting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Get a get so, a glimpse into Keith's world here. Yes. Right. All right. So, um, did I got a question for side shot? Do you think that the Ford F one fifty Lightning is perhaps one of the most exciting? electric vehicles to come to the market um i do i think it's a very good concept and it's kind of taking it's almost like what rivian is doing and the Cybertruck, which is also not really a truck uh but it's trying to be the first electric truck which could change a lot of things about trucks 
Absolutely, and I, I agree with that. Um, I remember when we were at PRI, we're not PRI, we're at SEMA, and we got our eyes uh, firsthand on a new F-150 Lightning EV. Um, you were pretty excited about it because we were covering that live. You were you were watching our stream, which was pretty neat. Um, what I th- You pointed this out, and i got to give credit where credit is due because Sideshot is the one that brought this to, in my opinion – a light to pe- for people to kind of understand what Ford's thought process was behind this, which was if you're going to put a Ford pickup truck out, you got to make it look like a Ford pickup truck. And that's yeah, what they did. He, he and I talked about this, and I and, – and you guys have uh, – similarly with the Lexus, with the new – was it the GX? When the GX came out. Um, and I said, well, it looks just like the old one. And you, Jay, and you, Sideshot, said, well, that's on purpose. And the Ford's doing the same thing here. Personally, I would have been okay with it to to be noticeably different than the F-150 lineup, yeah. uh, the traditional. Mm-hmm. But it seems like you guys are in agreement. And, and I think a lot of other people are thinking, no, 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 Ford's strategy is... It needs to look and feel like an F-150 so that we don't scare people off. Unlike the Mustang Mach-E, which is a completely different animal. Yes, there were traits of the original Ford Mustang, but what Ford was trying to do was not give you a, you know, want you to believe that it was a an, an all-electric, actual, true Mustang sports car because that's not what it that's not what it was meant to be. Whereas the Ford F-150 is an F-150. And if you're going to name it an F-150, it better have uh, you know at least um, 80 to 90 percent of the capabilities of the original Ford F-150. And by all accounts, it looks like they have achieved that uh, and some. And um, we've got some some news on that front today. Um, you know, we can you cue Bert on this one, please? I hate to say I told you so. Okay, so. For anyone out there saying that um, it'll never work, it's never going to happen, okay, two things that Ford has sold out recently of, and that is the Ford Illuminator $3,900 crate motor that everybody hates, apparently, and that's why they're sold out. They sold them, they they bought them all so they could just go throw them away, I guess. I, I don't know. So they can get rid of them. Then you've got the Ford F-150 Lightning EV, which is now what? Sold out for 2022? Mm-hmm. Is that right? To the, right? To the point to where they had to stop taking reservations because they have met and or exceeded their capabilities to be able to deliver and produce. Yeah, so, and then you have on top of that the dealerships taking advantage or attempting, some dealerships, I need to be fair here, trying to take advantage of that situation. Now, this is a warning to me. So so you have the Rivian model. Okay, so if we're going to get into the EV game, if we're going to get into the EV market, there are some established protocols. You know, Tesla kind of started that whole thing on a, on a big scale. Rivian was next. Ford's now entering the market. And the difference in those three is that Ford is a traditional dealership model. The other two are not. Correct. And so... You have situations where some of these dealers are 
attempting to gouge, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, this short supply that, Jay, you just referenced in, in availability, these F-150s. Right, right. right. And, and we found this on Electrek, but, uh, sorry, Elec, yeah, Electrek, Electrek but, yep. but uh, it's, it's out there widely. Um, you know, they had, what, 200,000 reservations. Um, yeah, it's 200,000. They're going to try to crank 15,000 of them out right. this year in 2022. Right. 55,023. So here's the danger that I see. Um, if you're going to try to gouge people based on supply and demand and you burn those consumers, they're not going to buy your brand anymore. So if Rivian's not doing it and Tesla's not doing it and some of these other direct-to-consumer manufacturers, they're going to risk cut. Ford's going to step in at some point and go, okay, dealers, knock it off or we're cutting you out. And that turns the whole dealer model on its head. It, it does. Um, the, other, yeah, the other side of that, too, is, is the low dollar amount that it takes to reserve one of these things. Is that something that bites them, or should they have increased that to get more of a commitment? Because can't you cancel at any time on this reservation, lose your hundred bucks or whatever, uh, or do you in get some a full cases, refund? It's refundable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's really no risk. But they have a reason for that, and GM did it too. I don't know what that reason is. I, what was the Cybertruck? Two hundred bucks? A thousand? I don't. I think it was a thousand dollars. Okay. I think it was a thousand. Yeah. But it, it was refundable. Yeah. Um. So uh, to add on to that, Jay, this tweet from, from Jim Farley that you found. Now, by the way, folks, we are on Twitter at The Counter Show. If you're picking us up on uh, YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and ring the bell. That way you get notified when we have more news about this. But, Jay, what's going on with the, uh, the latest news on the, on the F-150? Well, so right. for reservation holders and or for those who wish they were reservation holders... Uh, Jim Farley announced actually today, this is hot off the press, that um, uh, the configurator uh, for the highly anticipated F-150 is, is finally live. Um, uh, you got four trims, the Pro, the XLT, the Lariat, and the Platinum. Um, and the Pro starts at just 39 before any incentives, which I did some looking up. I think you can you can get up to $7,500 off from the federal government for purchasing an all-electric vehicle, depending on where, where you live. Um, I checked it out. My zip code, I do qualify for the maximum of $7,500 incentive, uh, but the minimum uh, in most states is around $2,500. Um, they, they have... Uh, Eight colors available that are at no additional cost, from my understanding. Um, they have a ninth color, which is called Rapid Red, that will be available at additional cost of $495. And I started configuring one, um, and I got up, and and I found some interesting things, too. Um, and, and if you want to, Keith, we can. do you want to bring up a configure and start? Well, let's, let's walk through this. I was going to offer this. Um, you guys, let us know in the comments if you are interested in seeing us build one of these uh, on 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 a video. And we've done this before. We did it with Rivian. Yeah, oh, I'll do it. Uh, this one says he'll do it. You know, I think we have a, a willing volunteer. 
Uh, we're happy to go through the build process and do a dedicated video for that. Let us know if you'd be interested in seeing that in the comments, and we'll, we might take a shot at it. Yeah, and so just in a nutshell, some of the things that I did, did discover, um, you could get up to over $100,000 on the Platinum Series, easy. Um, the Pro, there is you cannot purchase the um, extra uh, uh, range. Um, you only get the um, the single single range uh, battery uh, pack, but the XLT and the Lariat as an option, uh, you can get the extended range battery. It's an it comes at an additional cost of around ten thousand dollars, which is a question that kept reoccurring, or not necessarily a question, but a comment that kept reoccurring about the cost of the batteries and, and all of this stuff that you were going to be spending thirty, forty thousand dollars on batteries, which is just not the case. Um, we we still have another video that, that we need to get out uh, where a Corvette was uh, um, converted to an electric vehicle, um, and the guy didn't have anywhere near close to that uh, invested into that thing. But uh, so the Lariat and the XLT, you can you can purchase it, but the Platinum Series automatically comes with that range, and it's well over 300 miles, close to 400 miles in range. Uh, so which is which is pretty significant uh, for a truck so like this. What is the range difference between those? If you're going to pay that much extra money, right? So let's go check that out. Uh, let's see, battery range. Let's 230. See. There you go. 230. 230, and that's on the Pro model. What's the extended? Well, these would be good questions for a dedicated video segment where we dig into that a little bit more specifically. Yeah, so there you go, 230. Uh, and then um, it gives you a little bit more information about you're going to get increased, obviously, torque and horsepower um, with the extra uh, motors. 300-mile um, range, I think, is what it is. That's pretty interesting. For $10,000 more, is that worth it for you? We'll talk about that in in, in, a, in another segment. I think for some it would be, especially – and here's what's interesting. The Pro model, which they say is specifically designed for, um, you know, to target construction so workers, sites, and stuff like that, fleets, you can't get the extra battery range. I would think that that would be something that they wanted to, would want to add to that. Um yeah, I mean, it, yeah. You, you know, what's the logic there, right? Like, is it is it to, you know, control, you know, the fewer the fewer options you offer typically means you can shave cost because right. they're all getting very, you know, it's a it's a it's kind of a wholesale deal. So if you right? look at the Pro MSRP at thirty nine nine seventy four, and then if you look at the XLT. It's fifty two nine seventy four. I think they're trying to get you into that XLT is what they are. And the XLTs yeah. are the XLTs and Lariats are used heavily in the construction world. I know that to be a fact. Um, but I would think that if you get, you know, just a standard base pro model that they should offer that as well. But that's uh, you know, that's that's a I'm sure that Ford's heard that already, you know. Well, and again, you know, as this information comes available, just make sure you're subscribed, ring the bell. And we'll give you updates on some of this availability. Uh, sometimes we get to it before anybody else out there in YouTube land. So you got it. There you, you go. You got it. All right. Um, wow, man. Just the, the hits just keep on coming, don't they? Yeah. 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 So, 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 so where do you want to go next? Well, um, I think that we need to talk about um, something that Toyota did recently. Okay. 
Um, you brought this up to me, and then I did a little research on it. And I thought it was very funny. Um, so, oh, ahead, <laughs> well, it seems that um, Toyota uh, had a recent um, huge EV concept reveal. Um, yeah, was, was it like thirty? Um, 30 different vehicles. That they, were all supposed to go into production. Yeah, was, they, just, they just did it all at once. Like, yeah, here they it, are, everybody. Yeah, they unveiled 15 new EV concept. Uh, says uh, says elect, the Lexus will be electric only, by the way. Um, and, you know, they, they, they range in various sizes. Um, obviously, uh, they're on the um, uh, BZ platform, which is Beyond Zero platform. Which, uh, I, I guess, you know... I hate to say I told you so. Again, if you're subscribed to our program, and if you're not, hit the subscribe button, change it from uh, red to gray. So you mean, uh, to we, tell, you mean to tell me there's such thing as an electric car out there? <laughs> well, we talked about this BZ platform months back. Yes, we not did. Not just their electrification, but specifically where Toyota was going. And we were sitting back going... Hey man, where is where is Toyota at? Where are they at in this this whole yeah. electrification? And then all of a sudden, boom, they they uh, they they blindside us uh, with that. We knew they were up to something. But what's really interesting about during this reveal, and I'm I'm gonna let Key talk about this because he was cracking up talking to me about it. When we were on the phone, um, and so during this whole thing, Keith, as they were, go- were you suspecting anything at all? No, 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 no. I mean, so, so again, like 30 vehicles, right? So yeah. you've got uh, their CEO basically taking you around the various vehicles, but you're not going to spend the time that you would spend, let's say, when Ford unveiled the F 150 Lightning, where they right. had like a dedicated 20 minute or the Mach E, yeah. or uh, Nissan doing their uh, Proto Z, or, you know, Elon doing the Cybertruck. None of those, those were dedicated. Uh, events for that vehicle. Toyota's just basically throwing out, like, here they all are, right? And we're going to spend just a few minutes on each one. And I I think the fact that this was a... I mean, this isn't one of those, like, where a Disney cast member stuck in a little figurine as you go into the <laughs> right, ride, right? Right, exactly. This is like, the company was all in on it. And yes. they... Thought it would be hilarious some tw- 10, 10 years after it was a thing. Do you know what Rick Rolling is? What does that Thank look you, mean? Dear. Huh? <laughs> yes? I'll take a yes or a no. Do yes. You, yeah, you know what Rick Rolling is. Did you know that Toyota, during that event that we're talking about, put a QR code on one of these small little transport vehicles? Um, Jay, do you happen to know what those were called? They were little. Yes. Um, these are the, uh, they're vans, uh, micro, micro, yeah. Micro pod or something like that. Yeah. Micro box and mid box. There there you go. There you go. Micro box. Yes. That's it. So on the front, see where it is right there. There's a little QR code that if you scan that, you, uh, QR code, it brings you to the Rick Astley video. Yeah, they Rickrolled everybody. You get, you get Rickrolled. Yeah, yes. seriously. So we're going to put it, we'll put, we should put a link to the, in, in the, uh, you know, mentioned on the podcast to this particular article. Um, so you can just scan it yourself. I did it. It works. They had to Photoshop it just a little bit just to get the angle right so it, your phone could pick it up from the image. 
but it does work. I was impressed with that. Um, yeah, they rickrolled. <laughs> exactly. They rickrolled the world, man. And, you know, why not have a sense of humor? I think that's hilarious. I think it's totally hilarious. It's great marketing. Um, but for us as automotive industry guys, we've been to many car shows. We we've, The QR code is nothing new to us. We're always walking around the, scanning the information about the vehicle, the concept that might be out there on the placard that might be in front. And that's specifically what they did here. I think they were trying to capture that. And then you do this, and next thing you know, you get Rickrolled. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, look, we don't use QR codes, but uh, we do have a little... Uh, it's actually our logo on the YouTube channel. If you click that, it'll take you to a little subscribe button, and you can make sure that you don't get Rickrolled in the future by subscribing to our channel. So, right, uh, right. Please and thank you. Ring the bell. You'll get notifications. Uh, what is it that you always say? Change it. Oh, change the subscribe button from red to gray. There you go. That's how yeah, you Yeah, we need your help, folks. We we love it. And thank you to all of those who have subscribed. We're, we're continuing to grow exponentially. Thanks to... I'm about to take these thanks, <laughs> thanks to the popularity of the Rickroll. Here we are. So, um, wow. Uh, and, okay, so ricking, ricking a roll um, and moving on... Um, Sideshot and 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 Keith did, had a little experiment uh, that they were trying to roll me on uh, when they were visiting back in the summer here. And um, again, go to youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus and you can check that video out. I think we released it in either August, mid-August or early September of 2021. And it is a segment that we did on something that Apple had released uh, during that time and Keith picked up some and they wanted to try these little things out. So there you go, Keith, I've, I've set the stage for you to talk about this particular situation. So, so yeah, so everybody, first of all, we're going to give you some background to this, but the easiest way for you to find all of this is to make sure you're subscribed to our channel, ring the bell over on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. And you can find the video that we're about to tell you about, but, um, so Apple introduced these air tags mid midsummer, was it? This last summer, twenty one? Okay. I think so. Or spring springish. Oh, it was uh during their uh it was their big event in the spring. Okay. Uh so they're about the size of a quarter, they're thicker than a quarter, uh uh, they're object trackers, they're device trackers, and right. I gave a bunch of them out as Christmas gifts this holiday, and uh, they're pretty cool. Like I've used the tile stuff, still use the tile stuff, have used some of the other brands. Uh, the cool thing about the Apple, uh, there's two things. Number one, the re- the batteries in them are replaceable. It's a coin cell battery, and number two, the entire iPhone user network. So everybody that basically has an iPhone, when you report your object lost or stolen. Everyone helps you in the search and recovery of that. Everyone with an iPhone becomes a search party for you right. in your recovery. So Can, when you walk past it, the AirTag pings that person's yeah. phone and lets you know where the AirTag is. So let's say, for example, I had one hidden on my bicycle, which I'm about to do, and somebody steals my e-bike. Uh, if I report it stolen in the Find My app, then I can. I, it, it will attempt to track it for me in real time using everyone else's iPhone right. as a, like, like side shot. Oops, just said. I'll get that in post. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's pinging, right? So 
So here's where this gets interesting. So we did a video on that. We put it in Jay's car. Jay didn't know it. I mm -hmm. hid it in some like merch gear. Right. And you got a notification, did you not? That I did. I got a track? notification. Yes, I did. Which will only occur on an iPhone. If you have an yeah. iPhone, it'll only occur on an iPhone. If you have a uh, a Samsung Galaxy or whatever, uh, if you're using these things or their their versions of them, it doesn't do that. Um, for my understanding, which is if and that's where we're going to go with this story here. So yeah, so if so, think about this for a second. If you hide one of these Air Tags on a vehicle, now they make little cases for them. They make key fobs for them. They make things you can attach onto bicycles. There's all kinds of aftermarket stuff that you can use to attach these. Uh, or you just use some two-sided adhesive tape and it'll do the same thing. But um, they're put, people are putting these on cars. So let's say, for example, that I uh, was a creepy person and wanted to track Jay and I didn't know Jay or Jay didn't know that I was going to track him or I didn't know where Jay lived or something to that effect. Or I didn't know where Jay worked, or I didn't know where Jay hung out. Okay, or, we get right? it. You get it? Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. All right, so you all get it. So I hide one of these air tags on Jay's car, and now I have his entire, like, where I, I can went. see where he's going in almost real time. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. I mean, we did it on an airplane, everybody, and it, and it worked to a pretty good extent, so it's going to work on the ground. Right. And as with anything, criminals going to be criminals, <laughs> and they're going to use technology in a way that you would hope they wouldn't. But unfortunately, there's always somebody out there trying to be, uh, to do evil things or, or just kind of, you know, steal from you, be a thief. So Yeah, so real world example, this comes via Jalopnik, which, uh, well, it comes from Jalopnik via Fox to Detroit. A gentleman by the name of uh, John Nelson had a Dodge Charger, uh, he had it for two days, two days, right? Um, and uh, basically found, went into a shopping center, found out later that day that he had an air tag somewhere in his car. Yeah, it came up. There was a notification came up on his phone that he was being tracked, um, and so he went looking for it and he found it. And which is, you know, one of these vehicles, by the way, there, there, the, the, this is a Dodge Charger Scat Pack. It's sought after, you know. It's like certain types of Hondas were sought after, like uh, you know Civic SIs, um, yeah. you know. And there's 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 some you know certain types of Nissans that are you know niche type vehicles that people really want, and this is one of those. So beware if you own one of those vehicles, and you happen to have an iPhone, and you get a notification while you're sitting in your car or you're around your car, you might be looking and digging around for a little. Uh, Little air tag. So, Jay, this is where I think we're going to have to go with this. So, you remember in the 80s when we had the protected by Viper, please step away from the vehicle. <laughs> yes. Remember that? I, I do remember okay. that. So, I say, because I think you're on to something here. Uh, we, again, this is something that we reported on a while back. Uh, I hate to say I told you so. People were climbing under vehicles and stealing things like I hate to say I told you so. Catalytic converters, uh, you name it, right? <laughs> That's Off right. vehicles while they're parked. So let's let's do let's bring Vi I don't even know if Viper's still around. Let's bring him back. Let's put maybe a low level. Let's put a capacitor somewhere in the vehicle. Doesn't have to take up a lot of space. Could maybe be you know this big, and you know <laughs> cars are metal. You you know where I'm going with this, right? I, I I do yes. Put a stun gun type 
feature in this Viper security system, electrify the metal parts of the car. When you detect somebody approaching the car that isn't the owner or that should be in the car, <laughs> right. they get a little zappy zap if they make contact with the car, right? Yes, absolutely, man. That would be like a bug zapper zap. Like a yeah. you know, it'd be, yeah. fun. It'd be funny. Not, just... a, not a lethal, not a lethal amount, just to be clear here. Just enough to make you never want to go back and touch that thing again. Right. <laughs> right I'd right. be okay with that. Yeah, I would too, man. But just 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 know that people are using these things for not so good uh reasons. And I mean that's a great technology, don't you agree? As yeah. you know, yeah, again, super there, handy. There's always yeah. somebody out there trying to do things they shouldn't be doing with technology and unfortunately it ruins it for the rest of us. So so um Fortunately, from what we understand, that the moral of this story is, is you know, if you get a notification on your phone that says that you're being tracked by a device that you don't own, you might start looking around, look over your shoulder. So that's my suggestion. There you go. All right, I'm gonna give you a choice here, Jay. Okay. De- dealer's choice. Okay. Camping world or television? Um, I, I, I really like the television thing. All right, myself. let's do it. I, Okay. Let's do it. You, okay. You, okay. Oh wait, you're gonna love this. Oh, do you know about this one? No, you know I don't think one? he knows about this one. Okay, so you know we we joke about it. We have joked about it. You know, in the past, many 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 times, like smellovision. Like you're watching a you're watching a a, a a movie, and you know things are blowing up on the screen or whatever. Would it be cool to have like uh, you know that that sensory effect of a smell? And they did. I mean, they in certain theaters they would pump in, um, you know, odors and stuff to kind of simulate the real feel of it. And in fact, one of my favorite shows from way back when was the Rocky Horror Picture Show, where you could actually come in and dressed in garb and all of this stuff and act out on stage, throw rice you know, through some of these scenes and stuff to get that real feel of the movie. Well, there's apparently a Japanese professor that has created a television television screen where you can physically taste what's on the screen. Would it's you called, be willing to lick a TV screen? <laughs> no. It's called Tasty TV, uh, actually. It's, um, wow, it's, how, it, the uh, device is called Taste the TV. How, it's the TT TV. Um, yeah, TTTV. TTTV. He's a Japanese professor. Uh, it's a prototype lickable TV screen that can imitate uh, food flavors, um, which is a, another step, he says, uh, to a multi-sensory viewing experience. Um, it uses a carousel of 10 flavor canisters that spray in combination to create the taste of a particular food. Um, the flavor sample then rolls on hygienic film over a flat tv stream for the viewer to try now that was the important feature to this because when i first saw the story i'm thinking okay there's got to be a way to keep this clean so there's yeah. apparently yeah. some sort of film that that, that replaces it considering covid19 you know and all the other nastiness that, that goes on out there um they had to think about that and they did now covid19 affected this in a couple of ways obviously to keep the screen clean um but this type of technology says the professor uh, can enhance the way people connect and interact uh, with the outside world um, due to COVID-19. You may not be able to travel to, say, Indonesia to try a specific type of food down there, but you want to and you want that real feel, that real flavor. This guy can give you the ability to, uh, to, to bring that up. 
Well, and think about it like this, everybody. So, you know, when you read these news articles, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, you know, my first response is, oh man, well, I'm never going to do that. Well, but hold on a second, because this is just stage one of a technology that's going to evolve. So while we may not want to be licking screens or films over screens, <laughs> right? you know, you use this technology and, and adopt it into something else. I mean, Scratch and Sniff, right? Scratch and right. Sniff came out and it was on stickers, right? And just, you know, it was cool, but kind of not really useful until right. they started putting it on liquor bottles. Right. And then I got the peppermint vodka scratch and sniff bottle, right? Which <laughs> he laughs because he knows. That's, that's pretty funny, man. I mean, it works, right? right? It's great marketing, you know? And so I just, I would encourage you all to keep an open mind that this is probably not going to end with this this particular television setup. Right. And, but not only that, you bring up a very valid point from a marketing standpoint. You know, like you get these magazines um, and inside you've got these like, like, uh, say, uh, cologne or perfume cards that you open up and you scratch and sniff it. You get the smell of the, the perfume, the actual um, uh, fragrance. Can you imagine that in a magazine, like an advertisement for, say, a restaurant in New York City and you're flying across country to New York City and you have a magazine, you open it up and there's and it hasn't been – it's sealed, obviously. You'd have to seal it. But you open it up and it's like this – their version of uh, some souffle or whatever, and and you open it, and you can actually taste it before you go. I, so you just you just gave me an idea, Jay. I okay, did. So we do that a lot. Don't we? Yeah. So I got it. Okay. And again, okay. this is going to be one of those things, just like earlier in the show, where you know I had the idea. I'm never going to have time to you know see it to fruition. So I'm just putting it out there to the internet. You, somebody will pick this up and run with it. Um. You know, I mentioned earlier in the program. By the way partscounterguru.com uh click on the podcast tab and you can subscribe to the podcast if you're watching this on youtube and vice versa if you're listening to the podcast go over to the youtube side youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus make sure you click the subscribe link ring the bell give us a thumbs up leave us a comment all wow. those are great uh, wow you've been working you've been working hard man i've been you, watching you, a lot of youtube videos with this you, guy over the holidays side shot have you been training him on this <laughs> <laughs> uh through uh what, what's it called like when you just absorb the information without actively participating telepathically yeah well yeah oh is that so, what the, oh anyway um yeah. osmosis. osmosis osmosis yeah there you go yeah, yeah so um you know we went to see a movie uh over the holidays went to see spider-man the theaters are doing this thing now this is in the middle of omicron and all that right and spread you know and I've got people that are close to us that are dying from, you know, I mean, it's, there's still some, some, some risk out there. And, um, the movie theater would not allow me to book seats because you can book your seats like, like an airplane now. Mm -hmm. Um, but they won't let you leave a gap in between you. And so if there's, there's two seats booked here and I want to leave a seat open and then book three, three seats for us, it won't let me. Oh, it will not let you skip a seat interesting and so i'm thinking man first of all i'm thinking i'm kind of done with theaters for a while i mean this is something we talked about with marlin and you and i've talked about and we kind of said hey apple needs to figure this out you know the the theater business has been in trouble for a while big blockbuster movies temple movies have been delayed on and on and on right and so 
we're kind of seeing an opportunity here for somebody to do the home experience where you don't have to deal with like a bunch of gross stuff on your, you know, under your feet or whatever. Right, right. But, but here's my idea, Jay. How about a stink bug flavored or scented like scratch and sniff or magazine <laughs> or one of these things? Let's just say you're on a bus or an airplane or in a movie theater, that magazine that you were just talking about, and you just want everybody to kind of take a few steps in the opposite direction of you, right? <laughs> right. Just pull that thing open, give it a little scratch, Oof. let it wave, waft, right? Wift, wift, You're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mission accomplished. <laughs> right? Yes, I agree. That's awesome. Well, you know, hey, speaking, chemical guys could jump on 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 board with something like stink, this. Stink bug scented. Stink bug, bug scented. Bug and tar remover. Bug and tar remover. <laughs> There you, I mean, there you go, man, to give you that real feel. It's, yeah. it's, it's limitless, man, to what you can do. So, you know, so uh, this, this professor, 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 uh, Miyashita, uh, he works with about 30 students um, that have produced a uh, you know, variety of flavor-related devices that includes a fork that makes food taste richer. Um, he says these potential applications, by the way, include distance learning for uh, for for cooks and tasting games and quizzes, et cetera, et cetera. This is what alarmed me. How low of a cost this is, actually. I was like, whoa! But that's how far technology has come. I think that they can do this. But he says the prototype um, that he's built over the past year. Um, you know, he's thinking that a commercial version of that would cost about a hundred thousand yen, which equates to about eight hundred and seventy-five dollars to make for a lickable television. For a lickable television. Now, I do feel like he's missing out a little bit. Um, the TTTV thing. I just feel like he fell short creatively. I've I've often promoted. Uh, in fact, let um, let let the folks uh, at uh, Temperate Habits know that if they need someone to name their beers again, <laughs> yes, just, just put in a. Would you put in a good word for me, Doctor oh. Katie? Coming your way, yes, absolutely. Just in case, like I just feel like there needs to be a profession that this is your job, and 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 I I don't think it would stop with beer naming. I oh, feel no. like I could I could extend my talents into technology. For example. And this has got a little bit of a 1950s, 1960s industrialist vibe to it. I would right. have gone with the Lickomatic. <laughs> there you go, I, man. I mean, I just feel like these people are falling short in the potential of the of the naming of their devices. But oh, I think so. I mean, you know, with the onset of technology like it is now, everything automated, households. You've got Instapots. You've got microwaves. You've got um, you know these air fryers, et cetera, et cetera. Things are moving faster and faster. Except for apparently myself who someone plainly pointed out in a video that the old guy needs to move a little faster. Well, that guy hasn't figured out that you can speed YouTube videos up. So yeah, uh, well, sure. uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on the next. I'm dying to put that one on the next mailbag segment. Yeah, we're, we're going to call him out, too. So but yeah, would you uh, would, would this be something you try? The Lickomatic. You'd try to talk me into buying it, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 I mean, why not? I bet you they come out with many versions of it instead of full size. And then the TV next screens, thing you know, Jay, it'll be you got the dog licking the television nonstop. I mean, yeah. it'll be actually, you know, if Apple were smart, they'd jump on this this technology and they would develop it for restaurants as a marketing tool. Yeah. And they call it they call it the iLick or iTaste. There you go. 
So have fun with that, Apple. You can thank us. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, go for it. Don't forget to take your headset off. Uh, your cans, as they say. All right. All right. All right. Well, do we wait on the uh, on the Honda news until he gets back with his water and maybe jump into that other one? I think we let's got jump into the other one. We do. Yes, absolutely, we do. Okay. So I found this out because I've been dabbling a little bit recently in automotive stock. I certainly haven't been buying. Uh, <laughs> I certainly haven't been buying Lordstown stock. Uh, no, but. But uh, if you're smart, you'd buy uh, potentially buy some of that Rivian. Uh, Ford we, bought Ford bought some Rivian stock, and boy, did that help them out. I Sideshot bought some on his own. I bought some. I mean, with you know, he, I have a custodian account, and he, he mm-hmm. bought some some Rivian stock. I, I bought some on my own, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyway, so a topic that comes up on this program quite a bit, in 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 we do a lot of RV stuff. Um, and I, I have such a love hate relationship with camping world and, and the CEO of camping world, Marcus Lemonis has been in and out of the news. He's got that show on, I think it's NBC, the prophet, uh, Mm -hmm. he's received some negative press recently. Uh, I, I always have questioned camping world's inability to turn a profit that meaning that they're always in the red. Right. Um, and yet they're. Every time I walk into one, they couldn't be busier, especially in their service right, right. department. And they seem to be selling the he- the heck out of these RVs as well. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but I will tell you this: um, that Marcus Lemonis, the aforementioned uh, CEO of Camping World, chairman and CEO, right, recently bought uh, about a hundred thousand dollars worth of Camping World stock. Now, that's not a huge amount for him, but um, he knows something that we don't. I right. think that's the um, that's the, uh, the the reading in between the lines that I have done that could it be some of this EV technology that they've been partnering in? Who knows? But there's something that he thinks is worth buying Camping World stock for today so that he can realize a gain in the near future, now it may be six months, but it's probably not going to be six years. Right. True. And I have another idea on this, and I could uh, be completely oh, look, wrong. Oh, side shots back. Oh, look at there. And, um, you know, as low as the stock stock cost was, the share costs were, really not that big of a chunk of money for him. No. Right. But it draws interest to the fact that he did buy this, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and, it, and, 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 and eyes eyebrows pop up and go hmm should i be buying this i'm gonna let me buy a little bit of this as well do you think maybe that this is his way of driving up his shares um just by kind of uh you know maybe making people think that there's something going on there's not really i see so it's a little bit of a poker poker bluff yeah yeah Uh, because he doesn't have a whole lot to lose here but he's got a lot to gain so, by purchasing these at, at such a low cost. That's another point. So it, he knows and expects that things will probably stay the same at the very least. Right. In the next Cons- short-term future, right? Because he knows he knows the market trend right now, what's going on. Yep. You said it in the beginning of this segment, which is how surprised you are with some of the shenanigans that go on. 
as busy as they are is the fact that they're backlogged on getting orders out for some of these RVs. They can't even, you know, yep. they can't fulfill orders. That's not it. It's a it's a good position to be in. It's a bad position to be in. But maybe there's some stuff going on to where they need a little bit more investment bump. And maybe he's he's, you know, yeah. He's doing this to kind of help, hey, come along for the ride here and, you know, in his way of doing it. I don't know. There's nothing official on it. Well, the the bottom line is that decision did not happen in a vacuum. So he didn't just wake up one day and go, why are you kicking me? Not kicking. Oh, sorry. No, he didn't just wake up one day and go, I think I'm going to buy some more shares of stock of my my company. Right. He had a. There's a motivating factor that he has there, some knowledge of. Now, the, the Securities and Exchange Commission monitors that, so he had to be careful, right? Uh, there's some strategery going uh, on here. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So, did I hear you talking about uh, EVs and camping world? Yeah. Yes. For me? Absolutely. You know what I would say? The ideal RV would probably be something like the Tesla Semi. As a yeah, so there is some, uh, and, and again, everybody, you know, we've covered this. Uh, I don't want to say ad nauseum because we're probably not done covering it, but we've gotten into the whole EV movement in the RV industry quite a bit. There's a lot of development going on right now. There are EVs out there that are um, going to be able to take advantage of their RV's ability to send a charge back to them. KOA's gotten into the game. They're going to offer charging stations, which, again... I hate to say I told you so. It's just a prime opportunity sitting there waiting right. with, you know, uh, 240 service at the pole. So, right. yeah, we're not done. So, well, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens in the coming months and years, right? Absolutely, man. So, let's... I, I You know, do I run out and buy uh, Camping World shares right now? I personally don't think so. I think I'm going for the Rivian stock. Um, that's just me. Did you need to uh, like put a bow on that with that zip up right at the end? Just to I did, <laughs> I did. It's my way. It's I my mean, that's, way. That's that's about now. All you need is like just your cowboy hat, and you just get up and walk off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh man, right on. Okay, so um, moving on. This is a, this is a something that you brought up to me again. You know, you're on a roll lately. You must be watching a lot of YouTube stuff lately or something. Side shot, yeah. He said on a roll. He said yeah. on a roll. Right on. So uh, Honda. Let's talk a little bit about Honda. We don't talk about Honda a lot, but what has Honda recently come come to the table with? which is happens to be maybe a concept vehicle that uh, borrows from somebody else. What could this be? I got I to gotta ask this. Did you know about this, Sideshot? I did not. Okay. So, oh. got, gotcha, gotcha. Couple Woo! of firsts. See? Are, Couple of firsts okay. here today. Well, first first, first pod. Are you subscribed to our channel? Yes. Okay. So, if you don't know about it, you will by the time the segment's done. See what I just did there? Created a loop. I did. Okay. Yeah, you are on a roll, sir. Uh, Yeah, right, right. Oh, he's trying to keep my hands off the keyboard. (laughs) All right. So go ahead, Jay. All right. So Honda, um, you know, again, they're another automaker that kind of was keeping things close to the vest. Um, But they recently revealed some of their, um, 
in concept vehicles, which the automaker will use as a foundation for its uh, China exclusive EVs. Um, and th- this is kind of funny because they are doing something that we know that the Chinese have have done for for decades, um, which is making knockoffs, right? Um, so apparently Honda revealed a um, a truck or SUV like type vehicle that looks similar similar to the uh, Cybertruck, and I mean all the way. From I mean the angles on it, the front end on it, uh, it just doesn't have a bed. It's really, just an really SUV. abrupt angles. Um, yes. Color wise, they're using a similar color to the aluminum Cybertruck <laughs> look. Um, the wheels even. Now let's you know? let's back up for a second here. Honda is calling this, and I got to have some fun with this. Uh, it's little, lowercase e colon capital N. This is their right. their. E colon N. <laughs> what? Right. What are we? Right. What? What? What marketing? Okay. I just. I don't even. Well, it's I, like toy. Yeah. It's like Toyota with their E Tinga platform. You know, everybody's going for the E now. You know, it's it's like the I with the iPhone. It's all I's, and now it's all E's. So here we go. So it's the E I'm colon. I'm so distracted by the the use of grammar and punctuation in this in this concept line that I just I'm. I could turn it into a podcast segment. All right. So, um, yes. So, Go ahead. This, this, this thing is interesting because it doesn't have side view mirrors or door, door handles, uh, and the windshield is Just massive. like the yeah. side. Now. I mean, how could you look at this and be like, oh, I have no idea what that to, looks similar to. Right. And, right. And, but to be fair, like, that's a concept thing that will never hold up IRL. You know what that means, right? <laughs> All right, uh, in real life, for those of you that don't, because the especially here in the United States, you know, the Highway Transportation Safety Board is not going to let you get away with no side view mirrors on the car. Remember the Lamborghini Urus that when they were almost to production and they did not put those side mirrors on the outside of the vehicle, but they used cameras. cameras. They put a little tiny camera yeah. out right. there, and then they 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 basically had a video display of what that camera saw on the inside so yeah it was smooth on the outside right and the mirror essentially was replaced by a video screen just inside the, the window that couldn't right. even get off the ground like the the u.s transportation said nope so they had to right they had to go with what they considered ugly side mirrors so this is never going to come to fruition as it looks just like elon has had problems with those same regulatory bodies in getting that cyber truck that he showed us several years ago it's changed in its appearance yeah and absolutely and by the way this thing will probably never uh see the light of day in the united states it's this this is designed specifically for the chinese market um which which helps them out um uh honda has a very weird ev strategy anyway instead of building a handful of neat cars and shipping them across the u.s across the globe um they want to sell uh just a uh, prologue suv in the u.s uh an e-hatchback in europe and japan and um then of course the en series (laughs) and they mention it terribly named e colon n series vehicles in china so so lucky china yeah 
going to be uh, licking. I wonder if they'll have have a lick screen on the inside of this thing. Oh, there you go. Now, would you consider if you had access to buy one of these? Would you consider? Uh, no, no chance. Uh, Let's I don't know. let me let me sweeten the pot a little bit. If it were available here in the United States next month, meaning you could get that. You're not going to get a Cybertruck next month. You're not going to get an F-150 Lightning next month. You're not even going to get a Rivian R1T next month because those are on back. I mean, they're filling the orders of the people that pre-ordered. But if you could get one of these next month, would you consider it and keep it for two years? What would be the technology in it? Well, it's going to be... It'll have a lick screen TV. Yeah, it'll have... Jay's already told you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll have a lick screen TV. Um, it'll have uh, air tags. Uh, Art comes equipped with air tags. Basically, everything we've talked about on the show today. Yeah, yeah. I I might consider it. It's it's this version of it. It's not super ugly. Um, it, it doesn't have a bed, it's so a I don't know. Conversation piece, right? It, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. I drive it. You know. Hey, they said Delorean. The Delorean wouldn't sell, but it did too, yeah. right? There you go. So there you go. So. Anyway, so good luck to you, Honda, on that. Uh, we wish you much uh, uh, good fortune with that idea there. Just saying. So, all right. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Into our first uh, podcast of the uh, of the, the year 2022. Wow. Never thought I would say that. 2022. Strange, man. Does that, does that sound weird to you at all? A little bit, yeah. 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 So just think, on 02-22-22, you have to wear a tutu. It's National Tutu Day. Oh, boy. So for all of our fans and listeners out there, you have to wear a tutu on 02-22-22. Should we, uh, should we record on that day? Make sure we're... We'll be, won't we be at Disney? Oh, well, now the whole world knows. We, we might be... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> you know, Holy uh, cow. COVID permitting and all that. Yeah, I think we'll be exactly conveniently yes, exactly. have other plans on that day, Jay. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Yeah. So, hey, thank you for joining us, Sideshot. Appreciate it. Um, you're going to be uh, back in class soon. We hope. Um, oh yeah, we hope. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. Hope. And uh, <laughs> well, I didn't mean that. Uh, oh, that I way. did. I know. I, I, hey, he, hey, I get to send him home, man. You, you know, it's just saying. So, there you go. But uh, it was good to have you on today. Thanks always uh, for your insight. Uh, you're encouraging uh, young men and women uh, around the globe uh, to uh, get into this automotive industry. And that is our goal as two partners in this um, world of podcasting and, and YouTubing and content creation. Our goal is to uh, bring all of this stuff to everybody out there, and hopefully we do it sensibly, uh, educated uh, with information, and um, get to do this the rest of our lives. So anyway, uh, I don't have anything else to say other than thank you both for being here today. Thanks, thanks, thanks for being uh, being who you are. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to say a couple things. You want to do? Uh, you want to do some? Uh, how to? Start? You want plug yeah, us? You want to do the plugs? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you 20 seconds while I while I buy you some time here. So, so Jay, Happy New Year! It's been a Same great. You guys. It's been a great. Uh, it's been a great 2021. Really looking forward to 2022 with you. 
Um, I don't think either of us probably thought we would be where we are today, even if you would have asked no. us eight months ago. And thanks right. to you guys out there for helping us uh, make that possible. And if you have not already done so, um, right. so that Jay and I can keep doing what we love here, uh, please, how, how can they support us? Um, you can turn, if you're on YouTube, turn that subscribe button red to gray, like I always say. Uh, hit the bell and make sure to like all of our videos. If you're on the podcast, come over to come over to here. Partscounterguru.com. On YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, go to partscountergurus.com and check out the okay. podcast. And the podcast is on most platforms. Yeah, it's pretty much on all of them. Uh, there's a podcast tab at the top. Nice job. Uh, we are on Twitter at The Counter Show. We are on Instagram, uh, The Parts Counter Gurus, Facebook. Parts, That's right. Facebook.com yeah. forward slash Parts Counter Gurus. So there you That's go. It. I, I, That's it. That's it. And we may be on new platforms coming yeah. soon, so yeah. just stand but by. We're, we're trying to reach. around with some of the short stuff. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, so help support us. Please feel free to leave a comment, suggestions on what you'd like to see from us. Uh, you know, if you've got a direction you think we should go in, hey, we'll, we'll give it a try. We're always trying to do stuff, right? We are. Yes. Um, all right. So, uh, Again, thanks everybody. I've got some, I you know. So we started this program talking about John Madden and the passing of he, both he and Betty White, and what a punch to the gut that was right at the end of 2021. And I just thought it fitting, Jay, um, because we've talked about Betty before, because she's such an interesting person, because the world was taken aback by her both in life and now in death. That I had a little story here. It won't take but a second, and I'm just going to read some comments that. Um, that Betty had made previously. Let's see, this was in 2012. She did an interview, uh, I think it was with People Magazine. And she talked about death. And, you know, people talked to her even at that time. She was older. You know, was she afraid of death? And Betty said, my wonderful, uh, sorry, my mother had a wonderful approach to death. She always thought of it as, we know we have uh, managed to find out almost anything that exists, but nobody knows what happens at the moment when it's over? True. So she said, it's the one secret. Now, this is Betty's mother that's telling her this. It's the one secret that we don't know. So whenever we would lose somebody very close and very dear, she would always say, well, now he knows the secret. Ah. And it took sort of took the curse off of it somehow. So in, yeah. in that, I would say, Betty, now you know the secret. Ah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. For my pal Jay over there. Thanks, guys. And Sideshot over there. I'm Keith. Thanks, Sideshot. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye.